today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Finally, following a two-year COVID hiatus, the return of the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Everybody's very eager to get out, socialize, and celebrate. I'm Sean Adams along Fifth Avenue. In our 88 seconds in sound for St. Patrick's Day, we ask why the gas bubbles in a pint of Guinness float down and not up. Speaking of gas heading down... The latest plan to relieve pain at the gas pump, a rebate check. This is a great way that we can help give them some extra cash. I'm Steve Burns in Brooklyn. Whatever happened to congestion pricing, we have an update this morning. And if you drive a big SUV or pickup, you are statistically more likely to hit pedestrians. This is Thursday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. A joyous Purim, too. I'm Paul Bernane. And I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. It is foggy. It is misty. Showers around today. And Craig Allen says a high between 50 and 55. It's a misty morning for the marchers, but that's okay. At least we have a regular, old-fashioned St. Patrick's Day parade this year. Let's go to a guy who's been to many. Our reporter, Sean Adams, on Fifth Avenue. Sean, good morning. I must feel good to be back. You know, uh, it's a turning point, definitely. Uh, A return to something familiar, and people uh, are are hungry for something like this. Two years ago, Cardinal Dolan told me he would miss the parade, but he understood the decision to pause. Obviously, you won't be surprised, Sean, that my favorite part is the Mass here at the cathedral, which, by the way, we'll still have. I mean, we we have Mass every morning uh, anyway, and it's the patron saint of our archdiocese in the cathedral. It'll be scaled back. Yeah, scaled back. We didn't know how how much it would be scaled back. Little did we know we were on on the brink of a COVID shutdown. Today, the return of this. Sound familiar? That's Joe Brady. He's a regimental pipe major for New York's Fighting 69th. He has led this parade for 33 years. After today's march, he's retiring. For two years, the 69th marched without crowds, and they did that in order to keep the tradition alive. This parade started in 1762. It was very eerie, very eerie. First of all, it was still dark. Uh, there was We had about a dozen soldiers behind me and maybe a dozen or so committee members. That was it. So it was quite eerie, and hearing the bagpipes bounce off the buildings at 6.30 in the morning was, uh, was very strange, but we knew that we were accomplishing something. There was a mission to be accomplished, and we did it. Yeah, mission accomplished. A time to celebrate, but also a time to reflect. The march will pause today to remember those lost to COVID and to mark 20 years since the September 11th terror attacks. Wayne, Paul. Sean Adams there with the bagpipes cutting through the fog on this St. Patrick's Day morning. There's now talk of a gasoline rebate check for drivers filling up in New York. Steve Burns is in Brooklyn on the story. Steve, who's pushing for this? Paul, this is a bill on the way from New York State Senator Elijah Reichlin Melnick, represents parts of the Hudson Valley. The plan is, is almost surprisingly simple. Everyone who has a passenger car registered in New York State would get a $250 check in the mail. He projects it would cost the state about $900 million total, money they do have on hand. Sales tax receipts were much higher than expected last year, uh, and a lot of the tax receipts were much higher than expected. The economy came roaring back in 2021. That's why we've got uh, inflation going up, unfortunately, uh, and we can use some of that to try to give relief to people that need it now. He does say if you have more than one car registered in your name, you'll still only get one check. The senator's also on board with the state Senate's larger proposal included as part of their budget to roll back the state's sales tax on gas through the end of the year. It's about 16 cents a gallon, so you'd be looking at saving a few bucks each fill-up, Paul and Wayne. Steve, you heard from the MTA boss about why this might be a bad idea. What did he tell you? 
Yeah, the MTA is somewhat concerned about the prospect of a gas tax suspension. It gets about $400 million a year from the gas tax. It all depends on which taxes end up getting suspended. When we talk about the gas tax, we're actually talking about a handful of taxes that get tacked on. So that'll no doubt be a conversation lawmakers will be having over the next couple of weeks. Steve Burns in Brooklyn this morning. Thanks. And whatever happened to congestion pricing? Well, it's still on. An extra toll inside Manhattan for drivers south of 60th Street is now set to launch at the end of next year, 2023. The tolls were supposed to go up last year, but the program was delayed by the Trump administration. Now the MTA says it expects federal approval to begin construction. The MTA does not say what the toll will be, but there are estimates ranging anywhere from $9 to 23 bucks, depending on the time of day. And more for the trucks out there. And now on the Morning News Roundup, what to expect with the weather. Here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. We're at 45 in the city. That humidity really jumped through the night. All the moisture in the air showing up as fog and drizzle and mist. And the first showers are out there, too. The winds have backed around to a northeasterly direction. And so much cooler today, 50 to 55 under this overcast sky with uh, periods of rain. That's already showing up on radar as well. More and more as as we're going through the morning, seeing the radar filling in here. Mostly on the light side, there's nothing terribly heavy out there, but there will be off and on rain and drizzle and fog most of the day. Tonight, rain ending, followed by partial clearing, lows in the mid-40s, and tomorrow... Well, the sun will return much warmer, too. Highs near or a little over 70. The weekend starts with showers, ends with drier, cooler weather, though, on Sunday. So that's the better of the two. Right now in the city, 45, humidity 93%, northeast wind at 8. Craig Allen of the Weather Center this morning. There's action on Ukraine here in New York today. The U.N. Security Council meets at the request of six Western nations, which want a resolution on Russian war crimes for targeting civilians. The six nations, the U.S., the U.K., France, Ireland, Norway, and Albania. The U.N. mission of the United Kingdom says Russia's illegal war on Ukraine is a threat to us all. Drivers of bigger vehicles, if you drive a pickup or an SUV, you're more likely to hit someone when making turns And drivers of cars. This is from a new study released today by the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety and it points to the increasing popularity of larger vehicles as a possible factor in rising pedestrian deaths on U.S. roads. The authors also questioned whether wider pillars holding up roofs of the larger vehicles make it harder for the drivers to see people. In 2020, the last year for which complete statistics were available, pedestrian deaths were up 4% in one year, up 59% since 2009. On this St. Patrick's Day, the thought comes to uh, trying to uh, force down a, a, a meal of boiled meat and vegetables. Is that a thing still? Forcing it down? Uh, you don't have to force it down. It goes down pota- pretty easily. And the corned beef and cabbage? I'm not a fan. You're Are not you? a fan? No. I love it. You put the right kind of mustard on it. Well, here's the thing you do also. In my house, we have the corned beef, but we also have the rye bread. We have the uh, the sauerkraut and the, the, the Swiss cheese, the Thousand Island dressing. So we're going the Rubens route on the corned beef thing. That's the way it's working at the Mernainbergs uh, this St. Patrick's Day, if you're wondering. Mernainberg? That's one way to put it, yes. <laughs> well, it's a way no cabot here. Dig in. On the Morning News Roundup. Thursday morning, the 17th St. Patrick's Day. Here are three things to know. 
Number one, Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky said this morning the continuous Russian shelling has made it impossible for evacuation corridors to work. A second thing, it's uncertain how many people were killed or injured in a Russian attack that wrecked a theater in Mariupol where people had been sheltering. We are seeing reports this morning that there are survivors, according to local reports. Again, this shelter, this theater, was clearly marked as having children inside. Number three, former Governor Andrew Cuomo continues his comeback tour today with a stop in the Bronx as unnamed sources are spreading the word to reporters he's considering a primary challenge against Kathy Hochul. And Cuomo factors into our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for this date, March 17th. Mayor de Blasio says he's considering a shelter-in-place order. Like On this date in 2020. Though Governor Cuomo says any shelter-in-place decisions are his call, and he is not considering one. 2012, New York City. Sorry for the inconvenience. We are trying to change the world. Police break up an Occupy Wall Street rally at Zuccotti Park and detain 73 people. One very poignant example for their outrage came exactly three years earlier, 2009 when New York Attorney General Andrew Cuomo said AIG, which taxpayers had just bailed out, paid out million-dollar-plus bonuses to 73 employees, including 11, who didn't even work there anymore. The whole concept of a performance bonus is oxymoronic when it comes to AIG. UCBS News 88, Governor Cuomo has named... 2008, David Patterson, who listened to New York Radio to learn the world because he was too blind to read, is sworn in as New York Governor to replace a disgraced Elliot Spitzer. I came in suddenly in March of 2008, and I fell into the trap of living crisis to crisis. I paid institutionally a serious price for it. The New Jersey Turnpike has paved the way to a new age in road building. But on this day, Governor Florio in 1991 raised tolls 70%. St. Patrick's Day began when a 16-year-old named Patrick was captured from his home and taken as a slave to Ireland. The year was 432, the arrival of Christianity to Ireland. 1,324 years later, New York City held its first St. Patrick's Day celebration. The year 1756, the place, the Crown and Thistle Public House on Whitehall Street, although that location has been challenged over many a pint of Guinness. Speaking of which, the Irish still debate why the bubbles flowed downward, not upward. This is March 17th. Maybe because the people drinking it are actually upside down at that point. <laughs> yeah, it just it looks like it's going that way. Depends on the time of day, doesn't it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's still early. It is a St. Patrick's Day WCBS Morning News Roundup.